Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron. And so I found an interesting article that says that uh, Salem is in the top 15 for the most depressed cities in the United States. That's kind of scary. It is. So we came in at eight, number eight, um, and with 25.9% of residents are depressed. And this is that have been medically diagnosed with depression. Oh, good, because I was wondering how they came with that number. Right. <laughs> so what they're saying is that 26% of the people that live in Salem have been medically diagnosed as depressed. Yes. That's depressing. That is depressing. <laughs> that is depressing. So the number one place is Billings, Montana. So I'm just going to ask you, have you been to Billings, Montana? I have not. Montana's a very interesting state. So you leave Idaho... And you've got the Great Divide, so it's all mountainous and it's green and it's really pretty till you get about Bozeman, which is about halfway through the state. Once you leave Bozeman, Billings is east of Bozeman, and that other side of Montana looks like South Dakota. It's very flat. Mm-hmm. It's very farming country. Okay. And I'm not I'm not blaming that on it. Right. But Bo- but Montana's like two different states, and Billings could be a little depressing because really? it's just it's very dry okay see, it's, it's like oregon has the green on one side yep. and the brown on the other side yep montana's the same way okay all right fair enough and it's also interesting that number six was spokane oh yeah that's not very surprising washington i feel like it's <laughs> a dreary place to say the least well what i did find intriguing with this is that um portland and Seattle did not make this list. Right. And Seattle is very gray, very rainy, mm-hmm. and people get depressed oh, when yeah. it's gray and rainy all Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. So, and I would be depressed if I lived in Portland because of all the stuff that's happening in Portland. Oh, it's sickening. Just, Absolutely that, sickening. Just depressed you by itself. Yeah. So, speaking of depressing, here's something more happy. More happy. <laughs> well, I've got some. Okay, like, not just, more happy. Right. So, I've got some things that just kind of happened recently. Um, so, uh, an adult man was found dead near Salem Railroad tracks on Sunday afternoon. Uh, there's no other information. There's still uh, an investigation. Um, it looks like on Friday, two teens got arrested at the ti- the Target in Kaiser. It was a 14-year-old girl and a 15-year-old boy. Um, they got resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, interfering with a police officer, and third-degree aggress- uh, aggravated assault. They were pretty violent. Yeah, it looks like they were harassing customers, calling them names, um, out there confronting people, knocking over displays inside the store. It uh, looks like they attacked an elderly worker. Wow. That's really unfortunate. That is. And the, these, a 14 and a 15-year-old, that's really young to be having incidents like that and just to be running the streets and causing a ruckus like that. And I would I would die if my son at that age had been arrested or caused that much hurt and harm towards other people. It is scary to me to think about what our youth that age are doing in the middle of the night, because um, I do still work at FedEx, and so I go to work at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm seeing youth just walking the street at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's troublesome. Okay, back to Dan Bongino. Hopefully he's got some more uplifting stuff going on.
guys, it's Amanda and Baron, and we are back again. So let's go on a little bit of a lighter note. So let's go, uh, how about this back in this day in history? What do you got for me, Baron? This is kind of intriguing. <clears throat> Today in history, the year was 2015, and the current Queen of England is Elizabeth II, and at today in history, she had been queen as long as Queen Victoria. Okay, which was 63 years and 216 days. That's a long time. That's a really long time. Yeah. There's clearly no cap. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is no cap because the way the monarchy works is that you are the king or the queen until you die. Right. And then it gets turned over to the next of kin, so to speak. Okay. Uh, what's intriguing to me, and you and I were talking about this earlier, there's an entire architectural design named after Queen Victoria. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. And so that was actually new news to me. I didn't realize that. And you were saying how they built around, they used her name a lot. Yeah. Um, and so like a Victoria home or the Victorian t patio, Yeah. you know, like those types of ways. And so that was actually referenced around her. Yeah, because that. That architectural design that you look at was very popular during the time that she was the queen. And so it was actually named after her, the Victorian era homes. That's pretty amazing. That is pretty cool. I yeah. like that. So a little, you know, I told you before that I got a lot of random stuff in my head. I love random stuff. <laughs> it's not random. It actually comes into play quite useful a lot. Well, what's interesting about Queen Elizabeth, which is the queen now, um, her father was the king during World War II. Mm -hmm. Now, Two or three hundred years ago, being the king or queen meant something. You actually controlled the country. But now, the control of England is more the prime minister's job. Right. And the king or queen is more like a figurehead. Right? Okay. And so her dad was thrust into this role of being the king during World War II. <clears throat> and he had a really bad stuttering problem. Okay. His, his job was to try to encourage the people, inspire them, as Germany's trying to attack their island. Okay. So he had to get on the radio and address the public. <laughs> Can you relate a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, but he stuttered. And there's an amazing movie, if anyone wants to watch it, it's called The King's Speech. Okay. And it's a little bit of the history of him taking on this role of having to inspire the people while the Germans are trying to take their country yeah, with a stuttering problem. Which can't be easy when you're with being self-conscious about something like that, when you're trying to be powerful and almighty and, and get people to rally behind you when you have a stuttering problem. That's something I admire, that, that he got on the radio and he made, you know. Yeah. That's admirable. Yeah. he For the longest time as the king, he would just go around to these little get-togethers, these little parties, you know, and the elites would get together and he'd say, hey, I'm the king, blah, blah, blah. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my gosh, the Germans are coming after us, and I have to encourage you to stand strong right. and go on the radio and do it when I was stuttering problem. Right. Know? Yeah. So it's a really interesting movie, but that was her father. And what was the name of that movie again? The King's Speech. The King's Speech. I'll have to check it out. Do you yeah. know what year it was made? About 15 years ago. Okay. So, so it's not only, too Not too that long, long ago. No. Uh, I mean, you could probably find it on Netflix or something, but it's a really good movie. Right. Awesome. All right, you guys. Well, that's all we've got today. We'll be back tomorrow. Back to Dan Bongino. The Dan Bongino Show on 104.3 FM, KSLM, Reliable News Talk.